When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-Back show right here on PHNX, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. My name is Derek Montilla. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX, and I'm joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Things have been better uh, in Don't, Diamondbacks land, Jesse, Derek. It, it, Jesse, I keep the, this is a cosplay bat. This is, this is, this is a cafe bat. This is not a real bat. Uh, I'm sure I think it was for uh, a Halloween costume I did where I was going to be Negan that never came to fruition. It doesn't matter, Jesse, because it's days like this that I need this bat. I need I need it. I need it. I hate what's going on. What happened to this team? Holy shit. This road trip has been atrocious. I can't uh, I, I can't put into words how bad it's been for this team. Uh, it's like the weather is trying to throw in the towel. For the Arizona Diamondbacks, the weather is the kids from the 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 schoolyard in that Simpsons meme, and they're all yelling. The weather collectively, stop it! You're killing him, right? That's what the weather is doing <laughs> in this series. Two games now impeded by a rain delay. Today, the Arizona Diamondbacks again not able to generate offense, not able to generate runs. Nine to nothing in the top of the eighth when the game was uh, essentially delayed. And yeah, would you sell? I mean, I know there's two more games, but let's just concede those and let's just get out of Cincinnati because this is bad, Jesse. As it stands right now, uh, I believe it is one run in 34 innings of offense. One run in 34 innings. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I mean, technically, Derek, it is the top of the eighth inning and and it's only... <laughs> Sorry. I needed to get those last couple out. I'm better now, though. I'm just I'm trying to make you feel better, Derek, because it's the top of the eighth inning and the Diamondbacks technically still have like two more opportunities to score some runs and get don't, no, don't do that game. Don't do so... that. Don't give don't give <laughs> me the same false hope I gave people about our broomball team today, which, by the way, Uncle Dare Dare has some story time to tell about broomball uh, around PHNX <laughs> and what went down. I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow. That's that's a that's that's not a that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. That's a spoiler uh, for mm. how my day is going to go tomorrow. But we will talk about broomball because it's way more interesting. I feel like than talking about the Arizona Diamondbacks right now. Uh, I don't know again, Jesse, how collectively they all fall apart uh, offensively like this. You know, this is something we've seen previously this season. But now it seems like everything is, is falling apart for them. Uh, bullpen, yeah. not doing great. Didn't do well in that last series against the Pirates. Starting pitching, did pretty good in that series, but has not been good in this series. And obviously, offense has been just a dumpster fire uh, in, in this on this entire road trip. 
Yeah, it really has. Uh, I mean, the Diamondbacks have scored, uh, like you said, one run in their last 34 innings. And if you go back to the eighth inning of Friday's game, Derek, the Diamondbacks have been outscored 24 to one by the Pirates and the Reds uh, over these last few games since uh, since late in the game on Friday. So uh, this might be the worst stretch of baseball the Diamondbacks have played this season. I know things are rough to start the year for a couple weeks there. This is pretty bad, and and it's especially bad when you consider the Diamondbacks are playing the Pirates and now the Reds, uh, who are not on the same level as some of the teams that they were playing early in the season. You know where where the struggles they were having were maybe a little bit more excusable. So, Absolutely. yeah, the offense the offense is is the glaring issue for me, Derek. I think I expected Madison Bumgarner to come down to earth. I expected Tyler Gilbert. Uh, his MLB numbers have kind of always been ahead of where uh, some of his peripheral numbers suggest they should be. So I think there was some balancing uh, to be had for both of those guys. Uh, but the offense, I, I don't feel that way. The offense is, has genuinely just been missing here over these last few days. And especially in Cincinnati, I mean, it's known to be a hitter's ballpark. And the it's Diamondbacks wild. have yet to score a run in, the, in that ballpark since getting there. Here's the thing is uh, Jack Summers, our friend from over at AZ Snake Pit, he's also filled in uh, for Steve Gilbert over at MLB.com. Um, but he put out a tweet the other day that I thought was very interesting. And it's not to say by any stretch of the imagination that this is an excuse for why this team um, has lost these games. But what you see right here, um, especially down that that quote from Mark Grace, which is just such a great quote, it's not who you play, but when you play them. Um, coming into these series with the Pirates and the Reds, they were both doing very well. You know, the Pirates come off of sweeping the Dodgers. They're six and three. They were riding high on a lot of confidence. And the Diamondbacks were able to come in and and take that first game, which with the way that things were going for that team was actually a bit surprising. But then the Pirates were able to, you know, take two out of three from the Diamondbacks at that point. Reds coming into the series with the Diamondbacks were also five and two in their last seven. So these are teams that have been playing well, not just in the series against the Diamondbacks, but like you said, Jesse, Jesse the more, more mystifying part about this entire situation is just the complete and utter disappearance of the offense. How the offense has just collectively just is is missing in action. Um, you know, and, and I mean, you still have some guys doing well. You have some guys contributing, but uh, I mean... Not, not really, not in a significant way. I mean, who, <laughs> who is contributing uh, I, I don't, right now? Jake, Jake McCarthy <laughs> had like a double, and I think that was like the first extra base hit that they had in like three games or something. Like, it's yeah. kind of incredible, you know the the lack of offense really across the board from this team, uh, and everybody's struggling. Nobody's really, you know, I, I, I was, I was foolish even to say that because it's just been little spots here or there where someone was able to get hits. You know, Cattell Marte has still been having some great at-bats, um, just not really having the results that he was having during his his hit streak. Um, but other guys, they're not even having good at-bats. Like, there's a lot of really impatient at-bats, a lot of regression on what we were seeing from these guys as far as how far they'd come along and, you know, just having good lengthy at-bats against starting pitching to try to, you know, get get deep, get into the bullpen, make something happen late in games like like they've made happen in some of their comeback victories this year. It's it's been pretty disheartening. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cattell Marte, I, I don't know if you necessarily want to point the blame in his direction right now, just given, like you said, he has 
he has looked better of late and you know over his last seven games he's hitting 273 slugging over 500 so things have started to turn around for Cattell but I bring him up Derek because I think Cattell Marte was supposed to be the guy in the Diamondbacks lineup that that prevented things like this from happening and what I mean by that is is he was supposed to be an elite offensive player And, and while he has played a little bit better of late he really has yet to look anything like the hitter that we've seen in, in past years. Uh, he just hasn't been that guy. Um, and when you have someone, uh, you know, who you're expecting to be that guy, just come out and be a pretty league average hitter, which is essentially what Cattell Marte is, has been this year. It, it makes you prone to things like this. I mean, if you think back to um, the entire 2010s era of Diamondbacks baseball, essentially, it was hard for their offense as a whole to go stagnant for very long because Paul Goldschmidt was one of the best hitters in the game, right? And, and it, it just, he wouldn't allow that to happen for very long. You always had at least that punch coming from the middle of the lineup. The D-backs don't have that right now. The middle of the lineup is... I mean, is, Marte has never been a middle-of-the-lineup guy, but to his defense, not only did he just come off of a 16-game uh, hitting streak, which was a career high... But dating back to April 30th, he's hitting 339 with 13 doubles, a triple, and three home runs, right? 13 RBI, 13 walks. That is what Cattell Marte is going to be for this team. Sure. I, sure. I think that 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 small, you know, that, that small sample size right there is the best that you're going to get out of Cattell Marte throughout the stretch of a season, right? He's not going to hit a lot of dingers. He's not going to do a lot of things impressive. Uh, besides the doubles, you know, the 13 doubles in a month is it's pretty good. Um, his 339 batting average, is, it was the fifth best in, in uh, National League in that span going back to April 30th. So he and, and again, he's right there in that same, I guess, conversation with Mookie Betts, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, Brendan Rogers from the Colorado Rockies has been doing very well and Bryce Harper. So that's the five guys in the National League that are hitting you know, the, the best batting average dating back to April 30th. So he kind of is that guy that is kind of more of what he is after a slow start. But I just don't think, to be honest with you, I don't think Cattell Marte is that guy that you're describing because I don't feel like he is uh, the power guy. You know, I don't think he's, he's going to get on base a lot. He's going to have those hitting streaks. He's going to have that kind of stuff. He's going to have a batting average. That's going to be, on on a good on a good season probably more towards 330 on a bad season below 320 but still above 300 probably when all is said and done uh i just think right now even even if he was hitting i don't feel like this team losing games seven to nothing and nine to nothing like they are today is a reflection necessarily of one player's poor performance it's no it's not it's not of how cold this team has gone collectively as a whole. That's that's the thing for me that's just amazing. This team this season in their, you know, to, to criticize them in their in their in their failures when they've really looked their worst. It's that like they've kind of just st- almost stuck together as a team and all deciding to be bad at the same time. And I know that's <laughs> not what they're doing, obviously, right? But that's kind of how it feels because uh they have made you know, some starting pitchers on opposing teams look like Cy Young candidates multiple times this season with the with the way that they have been able to just breeze through this D-backs lineup. And, 
I mean, I think the really frustrating thing is, like you said, not even Cattell Marte has been that guy that at least is that pest that keeps getting on base, that keeps generating something, trying to make something happen. The Diamondbacks at times don't have anybody uh, that that is able to do that. And, uh, you know, I guess to, to go back to your point, it does correlate a bit with Marte being, you know, kind of off because much like inexplicably the way the infield played better defense when Nick Ahmed returned, there's something about when Cattell Marte is, is doing well, the rest yeah. of the team is also doing well. Like it's, it, it's kind of like he is that guy that at least gets the, gets the engine moving, you know, him and, and David Peralta, as far as, you know, making this team kind of uh, feel energized and, and do something offensively. But of course, uh, you know, there is so much to talk about with this team. And again, this is why their identity to us is so weird. These games, I mean, th- this series, this road trip, this is the team that people predicted would win 65 games this season. 100%, the run differential, everything. A- at the very least, we've had some excuses along the way this season. We've, we've, had, we've had the ability, Jesse, to say, well, if you take the Dodgers out, then they're not really that bad. But now, yeah. I mean, against some of the teams that people consider to be the worst teams in the league, the Diamondbacks have looked like the worst team in the league. They really have. And I want to go back to the Cattell point real quick, because I think you're I think you're very right that um, it's not as if this is a Cattell problem, right? The Diamondbacks offense as a whole has completely gone silent. Um, but I do want to touch on him again, just just real quick. If you look at what Cattell has done the last few weeks, um, you know, the batting average has come up. Some of the numbers have gotten better. But I have to be I have to be a little bit cautious here, Derek, because. I kind of feel like Cattell's getting some grounders to get through to get through the infield a little bit more so than he's really barreling up the baseball in a way that he wasn't doing early in the season. I think there's some of that. He has looked better at the plate overall. But if you look at his stat cast right now, uh, numbers right now, and, and mind you, these numbers tend to be overestimates right now. Uh, the stat cast numbers across the board. Uh, have been above the league averages. So there's there's an adjustment coming here. So these are overestimates. Just keep that in mind. According to StatCast, Cattell Marte's expected batting average this season is 257, and his expected slugging mm. percentage is 382. Mm. Um, he's actually outperforming where right. StatCast thinks he should be. It's not like right. Cattell is having a rough season, but he's he's on the up, and, he, and it seems like he should be better. I actually think that Cattell has been somewhat fortunate to be where he is right now. Um, and so, yes, this is not a Cattell problem on the entire team. The Diamondbacks have other guys who need to step up too, but he hasn't been the guy that he was last year, or even close to it. Last year, his expected batting average was 307. Um, his expected slugging percentage was almost 500. It's a there's a really big difference between where he was last year and what he's done so far this season. There and there's a lot of that. Like there, there there's a lot of projections that are all over the place. I mean, I, I don't think we can ever let MLB network live down, you know, naming him the top second baseman yeah. in all of baseball when he that hadn't is... even played the position in, you know, two seasons or however yeah. long it had been since he had played, right? So uh I I still think Cattell will finish over three hundred, uh, or near it. Yeah, you know, he but... absolutely could. I mean, even twenty twenty he wasn't that great and he still finished the year, I think it was two eighty seven. So that absolutely could happen. What I will say is this though, is that they're 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 in danger if they don't turn something around in some way, right? Uh Tyler yeah. Gilbert was atrocious today in his start, uh puts a lot of strain on the bullpen. 
shout out to Caleb Smith again. He has proven his worth. He's able to come in and I mean, he didn't keep it scoreless, but he was able to come in and provide them with some innings, which is something that they desperately needed considering how, you know, uh, how much <laughs> this uh, this could have impacted the rest of the series and the rest of this road trip with their bullpen gets taxed this early on. Josh Hunt says rain has had more of an impact on the series than our bats. And I that's just that's sad. That was that's, a sad. That's a sad, sad, sad with that comment, Josh, because <laughs> it's true. Uh, but we appreciate you. We appreciate all of our PHNX members. Of course, uh, if you haven't signed up already, go over to gophnx.com. Sign up for a membership if you haven't done so. I promise you, it'll be worth your money. It'll be worth your time. Uh, I have an article coming up, the one I've been working on for God knows how long uh, for spring training. Uh, Jesse actually has a piece coming out on the Dallas Keuchel uh, trade uh, pickup, I guess you should say, acquisition. Uh, interesting fact about that, by the way, Jesse, is I'm sure it's going to be included in your article, but the Diamondbacks are on a ticking clock when it comes to his ability to opt out of this contract. So right, as right. much as I think both of us felt like we probably wouldn't see him on the, ma- uh, on, on the major league roster, it, it seems like that might be more of the case than we thought because I have a feeling if the Diamondbacks don't, find a role for him soon he might you know he might take them up on opting out and try to find a way in with a club that can give him some major league playing time before the end of this season i get where he's coming from but i'm sure that it's also very tantalizing to want to wait around and potentially work with brent uh uh, brent strom again like he did in houston so uh, jesse will have more information about that Uh, of course if you haven't signed up to become a member you can sign up uh, and get an annual membership it'll get you one of these wonderful t-shirts like this coyotes one i am wearing right now from the phnx locker whatever shirt of your choosing uh by the way shout out uh to i, I think it was uh daniel haney uh and he got our uh contest winner for our shirt by the way we still got that coming his way as well so you can be a winner by signing up for an annual membership and you can pick out your shirt over at the phnxlocker.com if you're not interested in the annual membership you can sign up for a month month to month membership and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents regardless of what option you choose you will get uh, access to our members only discord where we've been hugging each other a lot and using gifts to get through the sadness that is this road trip uh, as well as members only uh, discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. So make sure to sign up for those membership, join our family and uh, hang out with us, hang out with us in the discord. Uh, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to chat sports. We're here to talk about the teams you love all the time and not just when, you know, something important happens like the local news. Yes. I'm throwing shade at the local news. Come fight me. I don't know who's out there. I love Richard Signs. So Richard Signs, come fight me. Come on, come fight me over this. But anyway, <laughs> um, we thank you guys so much for already being a member. If you are already, we thank you guys for being in our Discord. It's always fun to chat and have you guys uh, get us. I know we get you through it. You get us through it because this has all been sad. But of course, uh, I made a terrible error. We we ran pretty long on our Mailbag Monday episode, um, but. I decided that we're going to go back and answer some of the questions that we did not get to. So I know it's not mailbag Monday right now. The D-backs hit a grand slam right now. Is that going on right now? Are they back? 
Jesse. It, it is it has happened. Geraldo Geraldo Perdomo oh, just see? a grandstand. I, 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 uh, what are we? What see? This is this was the risk we ran starting the show during the rain delay. But you know what? We're gonna get through it anyway. And you know what? <laughs> I don't care. I'm throwing this. Always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes me go, wow, wow, my mailbox. Let's go, Perdomo. Let's go. Turn it all the way up to 11. Um, it's exciting. <laughs> First question comes from Sean McNally. He says uh, to us, for argument's sake, if the D-backs were buyers at the deadline, what position would need the attention? Maybe third base, shortstop, catcher. What are your thoughts there, Jesse? I don't know if any of those would necessarily be my choice um, as much as, again, that's why I like the Dallas Keuchel thing is uh, I feel like pitching would be my my main focus for this team. Um, but third base would pro- probably also be uh, on the block for me. I mean, it's a little it feels a little weird to talk about uh, buying at the trade deadline for, for a team that's really struggling against the pirates no, of the Reds up. right Sam, now, but no one asked you uh, to put logic behind it. We just said, <laughs> answer the goddamn question. Jesse. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's pitching, pitching and more pitching. If the diamondbacks are somehow get to a point of, of being in serious playoff contention and where they're really trying to push the chips in, um, they're going to, they're going to be finding a closer. Probably they're going to be finding a setup, man. They're going to be, finding probably a fifth starter uh, for their rotation so that, you know, Tyler Gilbert, who really struggled in this game, um, Humberto Castellanos is hurt, Dallas Keuchel. There's some obvious questions there. So uh, I think they, they could use some, some depth in, in the starting rotation as well. All right. Well, that's uh, I, I think we agree on that. Uh, and then our man, Sean also had a second question and that was, what is the end game at first base? Christian Walker, Paven Smith, Seth Beer, or some big bat free agent? Hmm. I I think that Christian Walker, and I wrote about this like three days ago. I think that Christian Walker is having a much better season than his numbers show right now. Um, he has had a few rough days in a row um in Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. So those numbers have taken a bit of a hit uh over the last few days. But I still think that Christian Walker uh, is probably a top 10 first baseman this season. Just given, if you look at the batted ball data, you look at how hard he's hitting the ball, his strikeout rate, um, the fact that he's playing the best defense of any first baseman in the game. Don't be fooled by you know the 200 batting average, which I understand looks very, very bleak right now. Yeah. Um, but he's been arguably the, the unluckiest player in baseball. Um, if you look at just how few of the balls that he's put in play have landed in for hits, I think he's probably he's probably in that camp. So I'm a I'm a pretty big believer in Christian Walker at this point as a guy who seems to have to hold real value. Certainly not impossible. The D-backs could look to use that value in the trade market at some point. Um, But for right now, I think he's pretty much the clear option at first base. Jesse, the Arizona Diamondbacks are plus four run differential since I beat up my chair with this baseball bat. So I think I think that was really they needed that they needed one of those like manager flipping the Gatorade jug over during a team meeting kind of moments. And I'm happy to have provided that, uh, on minutes with the mayor. I don't know, or I don't know if meetings with the mayor this week is ever going to get posted, but I I offered up with all the weird, uh, umpire altercations that they've had my services, uh, to, uh, come down to the ballpark early 
uh, dress up in a D-backs jersey, uh, call the home plate umpire uh, like a filthy name, you know, tell him he looks like 10 pounds of monkey crap in a five-pound bag, just, you know, casually. He can just <laughs> toss me out of the game, right? He could just be like, you're, you what? You, you're gone, right? Before first pitch even takes place, he gets it out of his system, and then he doesn't need to randomly start fights or instigate things with Diamondbacks players. Because, see, I'm not just a mayor for being a mayor. I come up with solutions, Jesse, and solutions to problems that we need to fix, and that's definitely one of them. We also had some questions that I'm not going to forget uh, from our friends in the Discord. By the way, again, if you're a member, you can jump in the Discord and ask us questions. Uh, Chris Melton, our friend Chris, uh, wanted to know if there's any uh, Jordan Lawler rib updates. I could not locate any at this time, unfortunately. Uh, I think it's still taking it day by day uh, with Jordan Lawler because, of course, they're they're going to be very, very cautious uh, with him. Yeah. Um, And her second question is the one that's more important. Um, She says, if you had to dress yourself only from clothes from another PHNX staffer's closet, who are you picking? And in this (laughs) scenario, sizes magically adjust. Oh, hmm. So one of our one of our PH and X colleagues, we have to dress like them. Interesting. What's happening now? We're not watching the game. Just don't come into our comments with Yay Cattell. I know it was Geraldo Perdomo's first home run, so a grand <laughs> slam. There's some trivia for you. What what was Geraldo per, Perdomo's first home run? It was a grand slam. Tell us what's happening. Martego's yards nine for five, but plus five <laughs> on road differential. Since I I swear to God, Jesse, I will wreck this entire office with this stupid rubber bat if that's what it's gonna take um no i'm not dressing like jacob franklin that's absolutely not the choice uh, i'm mm. not choosing sean de uh his wardrobe is entirely beige it's it's every single entirely piece of clothing he owns is beige <laughs> and i that's not working with me if anything i am going to pick espo espo mm. and i share a very like-minded closet and more importantly if i got to dive into espo's closet i would get to see every jersey from every fucking arizona team that's ever existed no matter how random it is jesse he has a land sharks jersey he has a wranglers jersey i bet he has teams that even i don't know existed their jerseys in there and i that's that's the most exciting part of getting into anybody's wardrobe in the in phnx by far I was I was honestly Espo is also the first name that came to my mind, but more 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 because of the glasses. Like he oh, always has the he always has the orange or purple glasses. Yeah, like he had with on the for Pride Month, he had some rainbow frames. It's always immaculate. The vibes are immaculate when it comes to Espo's wardrobe. One hundred percent. I don't really know. I I don't know, Derek. People people at our company wear t shirts like all the time so it it's pretty hard to really get a feel for yeah it is and it makes it very hard to really i feel like gerald i feel like gerald has a style that's like true classy and more adult than i ever dress i again you know what you know what anthony totry said he said he he said it looks like i'm always ready to go to the zoo that's how he (laughs) said i'm dressed like i'm always ready to go to the zoo and that just goes along with the whole you look like a cool toddler thing that people have said to me. I don't like either of those comparisons, but they're scarily accurate. Um, 
Jacob does wear grandpa clothes. Um, who wears flip-flops to work? Espo? That makes him even cooler, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. I have a cardigan to match every outfit. Get out of here, Jacob. No, this is Arizona. Nobody gives a shit about having warm weather clothes for every outfit. But anyway, uh, man, this has been great. We got more questions, by the way. Oh, did I didn't get your final answer. Was Espo your final answer for who you would dress? For? I guess Espo is my final answer, but I haven't right. I haven't seen many of you in person a whole lot other than just on shows where everyone is invariably wearing PHNX t-shirts That's like 80% of the roll. time. Which, to be fair, I mean, that's about the nicest wardrobe you could possibly want to have. So that's certainly not a bad thing. It is. I'm a big Roosevelt's fan myself, obviously, with all of the button-up shirts I wear. But until we get Roosevelt, until we get button-up shirts, at least, like patterned button-up shirts, maybe that look like that, uh, like our backgrounds and stuff with all the PHNX and Sun Devils and like, you know, 48th Street and all that stuff. Until we get those, uh, I'll still have to wear mine from Roosevelt's, but... I do love these shirts. I've, I've said in the past, they they actually make you a better person by wearing them. It's kind of wild. Um, <laughs> last question comes from Brett in the Discord, and he asks, with how well Peralta is playing so far this year, do you see them starting to lean more towards using him as trade bait if they continue to be a 70-80 win team? With how Corbin Carroll is playing, I feel like this is going to push them in that direction. Not that he wants David gone. I would love him to stay forever if possible, but we have so many young outfield prospects that will need playing time and i don't know if i want that taken away from varsho thomas carroll or even paven smith yeah i i do i would be pretty surprised frankly if the diamondbacks didn't deal david peralta at the trade deadline just given um that he's played pretty well this season um it obviously everyone has had a rough go over the last few days but um i think if david peralta is able to string together a few good games to counteract what's happened here um, his numbers on the season already look pretty good. So uh, I would not be surprised at all. In fact, I'd be surprised if they if they didn't deal David Peralta at the trade deadline. And I don't know if it's really about Corbin Carroll. I kind of doubt the Diamondbacks give him a significant role this season, but the outfield has been crowded from the get-go. I mean, they have Jake McCarthy, they have Alec Thomas, they have Dalton Varsho, they have Paven Smith. Um, they have enough guys to cover all of those different positions sure. in the outfield. And I think sure. they probably would like to be able to use them i i agree with that and i think also it's a matter of his contract being up right like it's just more unfortunate it's it uh, more than anything it's about you know maybe not not considering bringing him back already kind of making that decision a bit and you know maybe just potentially trying to get something for him instead of nothing david peralta is still a quality guy that i'm sure a lot of teams would have interest in and yeah. again the better he gets this you know i i imagine the more productive he is the more that's going to make it an enticing you know offer for the diamondbacks to try to accept if someone comes calling their way for him and i'm sure they will i'm sure they will david peralta is just uh it feels like that kind of guy that a lot another team um inevitably is going to scoop up and he's going to yeah do well somewhere else with a change of scenery and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's going to be one. Of, I feel like in the end, he's going to be one of those guys that we uh, regret lo- lo- losing more than we're like, Hey, kind of okay mm. with it. Uh, okay. Real, real quick, real quick, before we move on, did you, did you hear JP Morosi talking about Madison Bumgarner on MLB network and the possibility of him being traded at the trade deadline? No, but that would be, I think it was fantastic. 
it was very interesting. And to be frank, I'm not sure I really believed a word of it. Um, but yeah, for, for anyone, for anyone who like, just hear yeah. that, I don't believe you that this thing happened. I don't even believe that, that, that JP Morosi said this. Okay. Well, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, the video is there. I can confirm you can find it on Twitter. It shouldn't be that hard to find. Um, but yeah, JP Morosi, of course, is a MLB insider. Uh, he appeared on MLB network and one of the main topics they talked about is uh, the idea of Madison Bumgarner possibly helping out a contender, um, given that the Diamondbacks are in a rough division and and his numbers so far look pretty good. Um, I do I it. think the Diamondbacks wish do it. Do I it think the Diamondbacks it. wish that that was the case. Um, yeah. I I don't see other teams falling for what Mad Bum has done this year. I know the ERA is still like three point six four even after his rough outing against the Reds yesterday. But Derek, if you look at some of the peripheral numbers for him, his strikeout rate is down pretty significantly this year. There's really there to be frank, there's almost nothing compelling about what he's done this season other than happen to have a pretty good ERA, um, which not to take anything away from that. I mean, he's done a good job preventing runs this season, but if you're looking at how he's going to perform moving forward, I, I think you project him to be pretty much the same guy he was last year, which is kind of a back end starter and a guy that frankly is not worth, you know, the $23 million that he's being paid right now, unless the Diamondbacks eat significant salary. I don't really expect that to happen, but I thought it was worth mentioning. I mean, JP Morosi certainly knows what he's talking about in general. So uh, it's interesting that that name was thrown out there. I, 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 I don't believe it. And if that day would come, I, I, I'm going to eat a whole bag of OG's gummies, Jesse, because it would be a celebration, uh, that would be worthy of doing something like that. I think that his, uh, his, his money coming off the books is pretty much the diamondbacks only large contract, right? So the only contract that at times, no matter how good he is, is hard to justify. Right. But, uh, again, I, I really just. I just want to eat a bunch of OG's gummies. That's really the point I was trying to make. I, I no, I, any other challenge I can put out there that results in me eating a bag of OG's gummies is really what it's about. Because of course we love our friends over at OG's. Uh, they produce a wonderful product with their scratch made THC gummies, and you can try them at a dispensary near you. They have a variety of different flavors to choose from. Flavors I didn't even know that they had. Ten to five. See. Yeah, Things Tommy Fam. Tommy Fam. So you guys homework, got my hopes so. all up. Uh, again, I was uh, I was already prepared to eat some OGs to get through a nine to zero loss. Uh, a ten to five loss gives me no more hope. It gives me no. I'm still going to eat the same amount of OGs that I was going to, and and of course you can too by stopping by your favorite local dispensary and picking up OGs in a variety of flavors that I don't even know that they have. Uh, big fan, like I said, of pina colada. Uh, orange creamsicle uh tropical is another flavor that i've recently tried that uh, is outstanding um jesse just fucking earmuffs for this whole bit go get a drink or something he makes me feel guilty just sitting here talking about it but you know what you know what helps that taking more ogs when i take ogs i don't feel guilty so he can look at me with that face all he wants and i'm still gonna eat him and have himself a good time regardless if it's a 9-0 win or a 9-0 loss for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and you can too, uh, by, of course, going to OG's 
uh, and finding your local OGs near you. Uh, OGs gummies, you can find those at ogeezbrands.com. That's ogeezbrands.com to find their wonderful variety. And like I said, not only do they have a variety of flavors, they have a variety of doses. Uh, you can get a three milligram microdose or a 10 milligram regular dose. And either way, it's pretty mild coming from someone like myself. But again, remember, you can't untake it. So try uh, try them first and see how you like uh, what they got going on over at ogsbrands.com. Uh, uh, and Jesse, I said I was going to talk about it today. I said I was going to talk about uh, a little story time uh, from us having our staff meeting. Today. Yeah, what, what happened? Well, we had it at the Ice Den, uh, which is a wonderful facility here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. It's incredible. Uh, during the summer, uh, you can get a two-hour summer public skate session for only 10 bucks. It's not only a fun way to spend the afternoon, but obviously an amazing way to cool off. Uh, and I have never been to the ice den. I've heard about it. I know it's where the coyotes practice and such, you know, things like that. Uh, but we had a blast playing a game called broom ball, which is uh, a little similar to hockey. It's got goals, got goalies, got teams, uh, instead of a, uh, instead of a puck, you have a ball. Uh, it's kind of a rubbery ball. Uh, you have, uh, like some, they call them brooms, but it's kind of just like a stick with like a wide kind of like a. I don't know, like almost like a, a rake on the end, a little rake. And ah, uh, interesting. you kind of just hit this ball around on the ice with no skates, by the way. You run around. Um, I was running around, Jesse, inexplicably at full speed on the ice. Uh, I was not falling. I was barely sliding. Uh, the ice is kind of chopped up a bit. It's not the same condition that they would like leave it in for like skaters um, so that it's a little easier to not slide and bust your ass. Uh, but I assure you, Jesse Friedman, I fell and busted my ass significantly, a lot, a <laughs> lot, a lot, so much so that I think I took home some sort of reward for falling the most in the broom ball game. But you also, you know what I also did, Jesse Friedman? Mm. I scored two fucking goals. I scored wow. two goals uh, in this game. <laughs> I want to, I want to talk about Emma, by the way. Hmm. our producer emma uh she's a beast defensively and i've never hated her more than i did today when playing broom ball against her uh wow. she was vis vicious she was unrelenting and she protected espo at all costs when it came to espo being in the goal and not letting goals in it was an incredible defensive effort from her she still couldn't stop me from scoring two goals but she tried her best uh Anyway, the point of the story, though, was, uh, oh, it's 12, 12 to 5. <laughs> Tyler Stevenson. I don't want any more updates, Jacob. I just wanted them when they were positive. Don't you understand? <laughs> oh, what a garbage game. Like, man. Anyway, uh, there were some really good efforts on the ice today. There was some really poor team picking by Saul Bookman, whose mm. team I was on. It's not to knock my teammates. My teammates were solid good people um it was a lack of youth on our side a bit um you guys you guys needed me is that what, is that what you're saying that's kind of what i'm saying i'm saying that a little bit i'm not i'm not saying we had the older team but i'm saying based on an average age of players on the team 
yeah, Emma is five foot eight and 115 pounds, and she's fucking filled with hate. And uh, she has a black heart that actually, you know, the funniest shit that happened uh, was seeing Saul, who is not five eight. Saul is very, very tall and very, very big. Um, check Emma into the boards, which it seemed a bit aggressive. Wow. Uh, but I also hit Emma in the shin with my broom, so I can't really <laughs> speak about personal attacks on hers uh, and hitting her. Uh, with the stick, but uh, Brute Squad says this should come as no surprise. The team plays at the level of competition. Strong competition yields strong play. Poor competition yields poor play. This is verifiable. Obviously, he's talking about broomball, <laughs> and I understand because I fucking came. Yeah, Emma has a dent in her leg. I, I I can back that up. She really does. I'm pretty sure it's from me, but where's no? There's no video, so there's no way to know if it's from there you me. Go. Hopefully, well, mm. there is video, and it's scary because I don't know how many times me falling is on that video but jesse let me tell you one time i fell so bad uh on my shoulder that when i got up i i was okay i didn't hurt there was nothing wrong but the look on people's faces on the ice was like <laughs> i had impaled myself on a sharp <laughs> object and i was now standing before them dead with like a pole <laughs> sticking through my abdomen the uh, apparently the 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 sound of me falling on my right shoulder was a a thickening thud. Uh, Emma Emma can confirm everyone thought that I died. Pretty much that's what it is. It's not that I died, Jesse. I gave a hundred and ten fucking percent on the ice. There I you left go. It all on what is, is it? A rink? Is it an ice? It I rink. left it all yeah. on the rink. Um. Oh yeah, brisket was uh very much internal padding for sure. Uh, but yes, I left it all out there. Uh, I I I came to play. I came to win, Jesse. And I can't say the same about all of my teammates. But I'm not going to put anybody that didn't score goals or throw them under the bus or anything like that. <laughs> uh, but special shout out to Lindsay uh, from the PHNX Sun Show uh, because she's a gangster, and Lindsay was holding down the defense by herself because at times we just didn't apparently feel like running back oh shut the hell up emma sucks to lose guess whose team she was on jesse not mine not mine and it was a rough day out there on the ice uh i'm just gonna need my team to show up i'm gonna need jacob back off the il i need jesse friedman in here i don't know what you're gonna do but you guys are very tall guys so i feel like uh there's some <laughs> advantage there uh, we had is Brown. there is there an advantage to being tall in a game like broomball? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. The tall guys weren't scoring goals. It's a no. You have to crouch down more. It seems like a disadvantage, but I don't know. It also seems the same thing in baseball. I don't feel like tall guys really have an advantage yet. For some reason, uh, tall pitchers, tall pitchers tall have pitchers. something of an advantage. But yeah, other than that, height isn't really very <sighs> consequential in baseball. Anyway. Um, but I will say this, of course, we have our fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, you could go bet on our next broomball game for sure on the DraftKings Sportsbook. That would be awesome. And I mean, I feel like my goal average would have been like if we're on the DraftKings Sportsbook, it would have been plus one, one and a half, right, Jesse? Like, so I would have, I would have, you would have taken the over on goals on me and you would have gotten it today, uh, during our broomball game. That's go. all I'm saying. Um, but you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code of PHNX. You make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals, and you will get $150 in free bets instantly. That's all you got to do. You make the bet, 
you'll get those uh, $150 in free bets instantly. I believe they are uh, $25 bets a piece, and you can just pepper those how you want throughout the MLB season. Uh, NBA is going to be wrapping up soon, so we're just going to be betting on baseball summer long. The boys of summer, hot boys summer, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's what we're doing on the DraftKings Sportsbook. And you can get down using our promo code of PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for detail. And see, we even we even shortened up the disclaimer, and I'm, I still botched it. I still botched it, but that's all right. It's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though now it's not a minute long and it's much shorter, uh, I have more time to tell you about me winning money on the DraftKings Sportsbook, which, of course, I did. Like I said, on the first game of the NBA Finals, and again, uh, big big tip, just go on there all the time. Sometimes you get email notifications about uh, special opt-in purchases or sh- special opt-ins that you can do. Um, sometimes you just need to go uh, check it out on the app. And, you know, maybe you want to go take whatever the run differential is in tomorrow's game of the Reds and the Diamondbacks and go with the Reds because apparently – they can't stop putting up runs on the Diamondbacks. Where's my bat? God damn it, Jesse. I hate when this happens. I thought we were over this. I will break everything in this room. I swear to God. But uh, it, it is. Uh, did you did you see Jacob's update? It is now 14 to 5. The Reds have responded with a five spot of their own in the bottom of the eighth inning. So <laughs> flip this chair over. Yeah, there we go. That's how that goes. It's a heavy chair. Um, now you don't have anything uh, to sit on, Derek. <laughs> I'm just going to do the rest of the show standing up. You know, it's, okay. uh, it's probably right. good for my blood pressure. But we thank you guys so much for watching the show, whether you're angry or not. I'm just going to beat up this chair uh, while I get through this. Of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore K man with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm going to set up an Instagram account just of me destroying shit in this room. But until then, make sure to follow the PHNX sports. If you're watching us right now on YouTube, oh, it's very heavy. Um, the, the L is pretty heavy and my, my, my knee hurts a lot, Emma, so you can just stop. But uh, I'll tell you this much. Of course, you can follow us. Uh, go to YouTube, follow PHNX Sports Channel, subscribe, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the content coming out from our PHNX team. Uh, go over to your favorite audio podcasting app. Subscribe to us there if you haven't done so already and leave us a five-star review. Uh, it's worth it to just to see me smash the shit in this room. But uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us on behalf of Jesse and myself. We appreciate you taking the time even during this rain delay and this game and this embarrassing loss that it's turning out to be to join us. And remember kids, baseball is fun, but sometimes you just got to beat uh, your chair with a baseball bat. You just got to stupid off.